Hey everybody, Mark Herman, aka LA Bengals fan on most of the major platforms. I'm joined here, as always, with my preview partner, Jake Circus of the Jake Circus Podcast. And this is the week 11 preview of Jungle Talk. Yeah, and this is Steeler Week. So that's where we are. Before I forget, if you don't subscribe, please subscribe. It's all we ask. Don't ask for Patreon money or anything like that. And we don't do commercials during it. We're pushing products. Um, just subscribe. Hit the bell for the alerts. And Jake does three, two to three amazing podcasts every week. Jake, tell them where they can find all your stuff. You can follow me mainly uh, on Twitter at Jake Circus. That's S-I-R-K-U-S. Also, the Jake Circus podcast on Spotify. I haven't really posted one on YouTube in a while, but I do do that uh, every so often, but mostly on Spotify uh, two to three times a week, NFL, college football, uh, that kind of stuff. It's this is uh this is I, I, I always say this is the best sports time of the year um, right around the World Series, even even when the World Series ends, because then you get into bowl games, college football conference championships and then the back half of the NFL season, which is I've always said the NFL matters most after Thanksgiving. Well, this game is around that time, and it's probably the biggest game of the season for the Bengals. And I'm just excited that we actually have a game to talk about this week. Yeah, we well, have the bye week. Players are rested, hoping to get DJ Reader back, and now it's uh, it's 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 Steelers week. Yeah, well, we're I, I'm very concerned. You know, we went into the bye last year losing two in a row, and then came out with this in Vegas with this, you know, like a train and just kept rolling. I'm really hoping we see the same thing this year. Um, obviously, we have more injuries than we had last year, but supposedly we have a better offensive line we haven't seen it yet but it is there's better personnel there so um but we'll we'll, we'll go through what we usually do we're going to talk about things we're not feeling good about things we're feeling good about we'll do our score predictions um i, I said this on on last week you know i don't feel good about whopping back i mean he always causes problems for us and minka fitzpatrick who was out last week was full practice so both of those guys will be back this week, of course, you know, in time for us. So um, that's one thing that concerns me. And I don't think we get Reader back this week. I don't think he plays. I mean, that's just my gut. I haven't seen anything. I know that he's eligible to practice now, but I don't know that we bring him back this week. So I don't know if you have you heard anything. Uh, no, I, I have not. Um, I haven't really listened to much of the press conferences this week. It doesn't really. You're, you're probably right. Probably not. Um, I don't think the Pittsburgh game was really always a target for him to come back. I think it was the Tennessee game next week and then Jamar the week after that. There, there, there are some rumors that Jamar might play next week, but, so we'll see. Uh, but it doesn't really seem like we're going to get either of those guys back. And again, we talked about this against Carolina. Not really a huge spot where the Bengals necessarily need DJ Reader. Um, look, you always want to have... Chase out there, you want to have Reader out there. Those are probably the Bengals' two best players outside of Joe Burrow on the team, uh, and they're not out there for arguably the biggest game of the season. And I'm sure we'll talk about everything that we're we're fearful of, but uh, that's certainly one of them is not having for again a, another important divisional game on the road. The second and third best players on this team, I would even argue that the first they're, they're the first and second pound for pound best players on the team. Yeah, no, and and we're zero three in the division, so we desperately need to at least try to get to three and three in the division. So this is could be our first divisional win. We also have no Dax Hill, although we didn't see a lot from him in the Carolina game. So, uh, but Tupo is uh, not having him. I think we're going to feel because I don't think we have him. Looking at the injury report, 
Yeah, yeah it doesn't seem like like two posts questionable as of November fifteenth. Uh, Reader does not have a designation for the game yet. He was um designated to return off of IR on Monday. Right. And then Tupo said questionable on Tuesday. So we'll see. Well, Tupo didn't practice yesterday or today. So that's yeah. not a good sign. Limited practice, I'd feel a little better about maybe him playing. But uh, I don't think we're going to have him. So we have to assume we don't. Um, always concerned about injuries when we play the Steelers. I mean, you just watch. It's just like the little things, you know. TJ Watt standing next to Burrow throws him to the ground just because he can. You know, and and I know, oh, it's a football play and all that, but they do, you know, just like Carson Palmer's knee, you know, 15 years ago, they do take that extra step to try to put the player down. If they can take a shot, they do, um, which is what they did with Carson Palmer's knee. They basically rolled the shoulder into the knee. It was intentional. Didn't have to do it. Um, so I always concerned with the Steeler games. Just it just, it, you know, it's our nature. We had so many issues playing the Steelers that you can't help but be, you know, go, go through like, you know, you know, PTSD when you're going in there. So. No, that's, that's, you're, you're, you're right. It's, you know, the, the, the years of the Steelers tormenting, you know, both sides of the ball and the, the coaching mismatch and, you know, always going to Heinz field was always scary. And, you know, during the Dalton years, the, the Bengals basically split with Baltimore. They beat up on Cleveland every time, but they can never beat Pittsburgh. And even though, you know, Pitt had that weird game week one, the blowouts from last year and then the Monday night game the year before still loom large, and it still feels like the Bengals are are overpowering in this matchup. And I think that we're going to talk about that. You know, I have some some numbers that I ran that, that really go towards the Bengals' side in this one, especially coming off of a bye, but... You know, to start with something that we're fearful of is, you know, yes, T.J. Watt's back, but um, outside of T.J. Watt, I, I think Cam Hayward and Alex Highsmith have also played really well. They each have at least 30 pressures on the – or, sorry, Hayward is 25. Uh, Alex Highsmith, the third-year player out of Charlotte, who I liked coming out of the, the draft in 2020. Uh, the Steelers picked him up in round three, and the rest is history. He's like an all-pro now. Uh, he's having another really good season, yeah. one of the best pass rushers in the league, and – now you bring back T.J. Watt, and oh, here's the, you know, the the Steelers running out the purple pur the purple people eaters, right? Yeah, you know, so that they've got three guys that can really get to the quarterback, and it showed in Week One. But the Bengals' offensive line has been playing much better lately. So yeah, that that was you know the Burrow appendix game, the offensive line first game, the run game couldn't do anything. They turned the ball over five times. So a lot of stuff that happened in the Week One game are due to positively regress for Cincinnati in this game. But you go on the road against a Mike Tomlin team as a short underdog um, where they're kind of starting to click, especially on defense. And, yeah, you can certainly see why the spread's only three and a half and right. why it's continued to go down since opening at five and a half. And there's a bunch of reasons where you could convince yourself to to pick Pittsburgh in this game. And I, I guess we'll – that's 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 what we're here. We're, that's, that's that's what we're here for. Yeah, yeah. Well, I you know the question, the big question for me: Can we duplicate what we did last year coming out of the bye? That's number one. And then, can we duplicate Mixon running impact like we did last week? Can we keep that momentum? You know that we got against Carolina. Can we carry that into this game? Because the play action for Burrow is going to be a lot better if we can get Mixon running. 
So let's transition right into the good now. I mean, obviously, we're coming off of one of our best offensive games of the year. Um, we are coming off a of bye week. And uh, and like I said, can we get mixing? If we can get mixing going, the play action is going to work a lot better. So those are yeah, things I'm feeling better about. There's a lot to be excited about in this game, simply because the Bengals are pound for pound way by far a better team. Uh, like it's not even close. And this was what we were talking about for week one. Um, well, I guess not us, but like something, something that I was hammering about week one is that the Bengals right. are just better than them. And you you think about everything that, that went right for Pittsburgh in the week one game, and they still would have lost the game if an extra point went in or, the, the you know, Clark Harris didn't get hurt. Yeah. Like just going through these numbers, Pittsburgh's tied for the last in yards per play. They're at, they're on one of four four teams in the NFL that are that are failing to average five yards a play. Even the lowly Indianapolis Colts and the Denver Broncos are averaging at least five yards a play. Pittsburgh's sitting there tied with the Rams at last uh, right. at four point seven since week five. They've they're thirty first in offensive DVOA since week five. Uh, you could say they found their run game last year. I don't think they did. They faced they faced a really bad New Orleans team, and this Bengals team has proven that they go four or five deep in terms of stopping the run. And this isn't a great Pittsburgh running offense. It's not a particularly good offensive line. Um, season long, Pittsburgh is their tenth in rush DVOA, so they can like run the ball, but it's not like they're overpowering in any part of the game they're not a good offense they're not a good defense um with tj watt they're better but secondary wise this that's, that's where the matchup is Bengals, um top five in yards per passing attempt this has been what uh, the, the they've proven to be the highest ceiling passing offense in the league because a lot of stuff hasn't gone well for them and they're still top three in everything season right. long even just filtering out uh since week three just the two crappy games to open up the season the Bengals are number two and and everything, and they're number one in a lot of stuff too. Yeah, this I don't think that Burrow's going to give up. The other thing was, you like you said, we barely lost that game, and uh, Clark Harris is there. We win, and that was with Joe Burrow giving up four turnovers. So, including the pick six, I mean, it was just I don't see Burrow doing that again. Um, another thing that's positive is we're getting Mike Hilton back against his former team. I mean, this guy that's uh, been a vocal ambassador of ours has helped us recruit free agents. Um, you know, you know, he wants to have a big game at home, which is why I'm wearing a defensive jersey. 24, baby. I'm trying to get the D fired up. So, uh, but we get Hilton back. So uh, I like that. And then the last thing I have is the revenge game. I mean, you, you don't want to lose both games to this team, you know, the on, in the season. So I see us, I see us being up for this game. It's really good that uh or it's 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 unfortunate that William Jackson will not be playing in this game for Pittsburgh. He went on IR uh, about a week ago. I would have yeah. really liked to uh have torched to him on a him bunch to, of plays, yeah. To to show him what's up. That would have uh, been that, a... that guy, this guy. Uh but yeah, Burrow has two interceptions since the week one game. Uh one of them was a tip pass because Miles Garrett is not a member of this planet. Right, um, it's not a member of, of our. He does not show the same speed, the same species DNA that we do on planet Earth. Right, um, and then the other one was against Baltimore. That was a bad Burrow throw, and uh, didn't end up costing them that much. But, right, uh, Burrow's playing really well this year. He's, I, I don't think he's being talked about as much. He's completing seventy percent of his throws. I don't think anyone's talking about Burrow. It's all about Tua and Lamar and Mahomes and for whatever reason Josh Allen. Burrow's outplayed Josh Allen this year. It's not even close. Right, um, it's, it, the MVP conversation right now should be. 
Tua, Mahomes, Burrow, and Lamar. And for whatever reason, Burrow gets left out. But, like, filter out week one, he has 16 touchdowns and two interceptions, and he's completing 73% of his throws. I mean, that's outworldly. His last five games, 68%, 75%, 81%, even against Cleveland, still completed 71%. And then Carolina was probably uh, some of the – some of the best he's looked in just terms of just pure passing, uh, even though he didn't have the touchdowns or the yards, he went 22 for 28, averaging eight yards a pass. Uh, he's right. playing, and the team has said it, he's playing, like this is the borough that we saw the end of the year last year, like the last couple of weeks. Right. Um, Last four games, nine touchdowns, one interception since that Baltimore game. You know, two games on the road, two games at home. It's It's been balanced. I think the line's been playing really well. Um, they've they filtered out what happened in Cleveland on, on on Halloween. It seems like they're a different team. They're playing with a confidence, and we saw that in the Carolina game. With a week's full of rest, Pittsburgh coming off of a a big win could be a letdown spot at home. I, I don't like. I think this is a great spot for Cincinnati. Yeah, I, really I, I uh, yeah, like I said, I like all those factors too. Um, and if Burrow if Burrow can go six and two or seven and one out of the bye, um, he's going to be MVP or should be. Um, my opinion was last year, I thought we got hosed with Zach Taylor, not getting coach of the year. I know everybody talked about, uh, you know, um, what's in Tennessee, um, Brable, Brable. We talked about, Oh, well, he didn't have Derrick Henry and look how he managed, but he had a playoff team that got to the one seed and failed. We, we went from two and 14, you know, from this losing team to winning the division. So, um, so, you know, it's a uh... thing with that, though. The problem is they they vote the, the, the awards are voted before the playoffs start. So it doesn't I matter know. what happened in that Bengals. Titan I know. Game. But still, I thought Zach's accomplishment was more winning with the team that hadn't been there and was a losing team than Vrabel taking a playoff team to the number one seed. That's all he accomplished over the year. So I thought we got hosed last year, but we're the Bengals. So we always have to do more <laughs> to right. get noticed and get done. So doesn't sure. surprise me. Um, all right. Well, you know what? Let's jump in. Let's give our predictions. You want to go first? Or you want me to? Um, you can go first. All right. You know what? I've got us. I think this is a, another ugly AFC North showdown. Um, I've got us winning 23, 16. Uh, the Vegas has the over under at 41. So I'm right there at 39. Uh, I'm right in that ballpark, but I got us winning 23, 16. I think this is going to be a, a, a slug fest. I do not think we're going to get to, relax like we did in the second half it's not going to be 35 nothing at half but uh or so no, it's, it, it, it shouldn't be at least right i would like it to be as long as we're on the, on the winning end of that so but i just got so i've got us down 23 16 what do you have uh i have the Bengals winning um i know historically mike tomlin in this role has done a very good job but he's done it with a lot of teams that are not that are way better than this team right now um, this is not a good matchup for Pittsburgh. The trends, actually, I saw this earlier. Uh, it's like a 65% clip the last 10 years. Um, a team that lost as a home favorite to a divisional team. And then the next time they played, they were a favorite again. They have covered like 67% of the time. That's obviously right into Cincinnati. That's, that's the spot they're in. They lost as a home favorite to Pittsburgh week one. And now they're playing them again. Um, as a favorite once again. So Vegas does think they're the better team. They are the better team. And the Bengals are the fourth or fifth best team in the league. Uh, and, and yeah, it's a good spot for them. I, I have 24-20. I don't think the Bengals necessarily need to score 30 in this game. 
um, because I think we're going to see a lot of what we did week one, a, a lot of punts for Pittsburgh, and where the Bengals will score will probably when they either force a turnover, because they didn't force a turnover for most of the, the, the week one game. I don't think they actually forced a turnover at all in the week one game. I don't know. I have to go back and look, but I... I, I... I don't think they did. I, I think their first turnover of the year was that fumble uh, in, in Dallas that kind of changed the game and let the Bengals come back. I'm pretty sure that that was the first right. turnover of the year for them. Anyways, um, I, I I think that they should force one turnover of Kenny Pickett. He's you can see the gears turning with him. You can see it, but it's still a rookie quarterback uh, against the Joe Burrow team, a team that's that's been there. They have the pedigree. Um, so I have 24-20, not a completely high scoring game, but that better team wins close on the road. It's hard to win on the road in, the, in this league, um, but the Bengals get it done on Sunday. All right, I agree. And then let's help Lou dial something special up. We didn't talk about Pinkett. He has looked good. I mean, he has had his flashes. So I do think Pittsburgh is going to be happy with that draft pick down the road. But he's still a rookie this year. And I think Lou should be able to bait him into a couple turnovers. So You know, Lou, Lou said that this was uh, the best week of practice. I don't know if this is just coach speak. You, you, I, you could go either way. But he did say that this was uh, the best week of practice that that they that the defense has had since he got there in 2019, which says a lot. Um, I don't think he was baited into saying that uh, in in the press conference. I think he just said it because he believes it. He said that this is the best they've practiced uh, over the course of a of a of a week since 2019 since he got there. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I'll be back with a recap of the game. First of all, if you have a final score, put your score down in the comments. Let us know what you think. Are we crazy? Is it a blowout? I mean, just put it down there. Let us know. Um, and uh, I'll be back with a recap after the game. Uh, and hopefully we're blowing the victory horn and uh, doing all that. And Jake will be back with uh, another preview next week. We'll be previewing the Tennessee game. So, uh, you know, look forward to that. And like I said, if you don't subscribe, please subscribe and go ahead and check out Jake. You want to tell them one more time where they can find your stuff? Yeah, Twitter at Jake Circus. That's S-I-R-K-U-S at Jake Circus. And then the Jake Circus podcast on Spotify and YouTube. All right. Sounds good. So with that, hopefully we are celebrating a win. We start the the run out of the bye week, just like we did last year. And I'm going to say, who day, everybody? Take care.